Hey guys, thanks for listening. So this is my first series of podcasts um, where we're going through unlearning diets. So maybe if you are sick of yo-yo dieting, you've been on these, you know, multiple weight loss journeys, or maybe you're just starting your weight loss journey, or maybe you are trying to form a healthy relationship with food. Um, So it can be either extreme of the scale from underweight to overweight to just completely off balance and not knowing how to just form a healthy balanced diet. So we're going to go through today talking about just typical diets, fad diets. What are the multiple ones? Why are they there? Are they good for me? Are they not good for me? Or maybe why I tried them and they're not working. All right, so we have a lot of fad diets. Let's talk about keto. That was the most recent trend of fad dieting. Um, Everyone's talking about go keto. And everyone is just amazed that you can eat all this bacon and be you know, and lose weight. So what is the keto diet? All right. So the keto diet is basically a very, very low carb diet. So almost zero carbs are coming out of this diet. Um, the main thing is eating high fat, high protein, and low carb diet. So some studies have found that this diet is good for those with diabetes. And a lot of recent studies are saying that it could help in epilepsy. Um, A reason for epilepsy is that's, you know, um, a brain issue. Um, Not sleeping, there's a lot of chemicals off balance in the brain. The reason that the studies have found it's good for epilepsy is the high fat content. So fat is very important. It's a macronutrient, an essential nutrient that helps insulate our bodies, but also our nerves and our nerve endings. So fat is actually very good for our brain. It's essential for our brain because it forms a layer and kind of an insulation around our nerve endings. Um which can be found to help in epilepsy um, by insulating the brain, allowing more neural transactions in the brain. All right, so as for diets, you know, for losing weight, why, you know, is this a thing? Why is it so effective? So a keto diet um, can also be known as a ketogenic diet or the Atkins diet. So if you've ever seen Atkins, it's a very low-carb diet. Okay, so is it true that you can just eat a pound of bacon? All right, so why you lose weight on the low-carb diet is because you, first of all, carbohydrates are a hydrophilic molecule, which means they like water. They attract water. So if you're having more carbs, you're attracting more water, a lot of water weight content, um, higher water weight. 
So the first step when you go on a low carb diet is you're cutting that carb intake, which means that all the water attraction is going to go away. So you're actually first losing water weight, okay? Secondly, you're cutting a huge essential macronutrient or a food group. When you cut a food group, you're most likely cutting calories. And that is the magic thing of weight loss is cutting calories, having a calorie deficit. That is the most basic science of cutting calories. And that's why all these diets have formed because they're looking for creative ways to cut calories without you really tracking your calories. So that's why all these diets are formed like keto. Um, and also, you know, many other things. There's, you know, studies or, you know, not conclusive studies to say that carbs are, are bad for you, this and that. All right. So basically carbs may be deemed bad for you because it increases your blood sugar. Okay. And they say too much of an increase in blood sugar leads to diabetes. It has to be a super extreme spike in blood sugar um, due to constantly eating, not giving your body a couple of hours to break down and digest the molecules and to steady your blood sugar levels. Could be due to eating high fats, high processed foods, additive sugars um, that you find in snacks, you know, processed sugary drinks, cookies, snacks, um, and and just kind of fake processed foods. But that's a whole nother topic. But there is a lot. It's not just carbs. Um, and sugar is not the devil. It's the quantity. Um, again, we're going back to balance and moderation. That's what weight loss is. So the keto diet is, again, high in fat and low in carbs. So the only um, people that I would advise the keto diet for is, is a diabetic, okay? So diabetes, there's type 1, type 2, you have a insulin resistance. Or type 1, you don't make insulin at all. And insulin is very important in our body. Our body makes it itself and regulates it itself. So when our blood sugars spike, like after we eat sugar, okay, our blood sugars spike up. Insulin comes in and helps to lower our blood sugar back to the normal level. So diabetics have that inability um, that their insulin is not working properly. So their blood sugar spikes uncontrollably. And what's important for diabetics is measuring their carb intake is timing, quantity, and balancing carb with an addition of a protein and fat at a meal. So this is a little weight loss tip and insulin resistance tip that if you're eating a carb, you want to pair it with a nice protein or a fat. Protein and fat lower that insulin spike you'll get from just eating a carb alone. Um, and also the skin on... The skin adds fiber, so if you're having a fruit or a vegetable with edible skin, you kind of want to keep that on to regulate that as well. So, 
it's so keto diets um work because one you're losing water weight at first then two you're going into cutting calories because you're cutting a food group that you're allowed to eat right it's kind of creative in that way where you you don't really track your calories you're just cutting out a whole thing a whole food group so there's less for you to eat there's less options you're probably going to eat less but and it also can help regulate blood sugar. But the thing is, if you're having no carbs at all, it can be another extreme. So where you're you're constantly craving carbs, you're very fatigued because your blood sugar is always super low. Carb is the first source of energy that your body's going to use to break down. When you do anything, the first readily available source of energy is carbs. So your body gets that carbs really fast and breaks it down. It's very fast and effective for burning energy. Okay, if you don't have any carbs, carbs are also stored in your muscles. So it'll use what's you know readily there, what you just ate, and then it'll start breaking down these the carb storage that's stored in your muscles, which is called glycogen. So once it breaks down all the stores of carbs, your body kind of goes into this ketogenic state. There's no carb storage in your body and it'll start breaking down protein, uh, fat first, and then protein in your muscles. So, you know, the ketogenic diet can be effective, but it's kind of just another extreme diet. Your body is is kind of craving these carbs, right? And then you feel tired all the time because you're not, you don't have a readily available energy source and your body's gonna start breaking down, you know, protein and fat storage in your body. So in that way, it'll, it'll, you'll lose some weight. You will. The thing is, it's very unsustainable. Um, and, you know, it's very hard to be consistent with. It may lead to binging. And also, you may just be, you think it's healthy, but if you're eating pounds of bacon um, or red meat that's really high in saturated fats, that is not necessarily healthy for your heart. Um, so there's been studies for years in the nutrition world that red meat, High saturated fats, saturated fats are mostly in animal products like whole fat dairy um, and red meats and bacon, especially with all that oil, is has a negative effect on our heart. Um, it could cause heart disease, heart attack, atherosclerosis, which is um, fatty tissue around your your arteries, which can lead to heart attacks and things like that. So a high fat diet, especially in saturated fats, is negative. And what tends to happen is people on keto, if they don't do it properly, they're overdoing it on the saturated fats. Um, that's one con. So with high saturated fats, high red meats, high bacon, that's also a lot of calories. So if you're going into it with that, you're going to, you know, kind of increase your calories without even thinking about it. And you may be going overboard. Um, also, if we are on a low-carb diet, we are first losing an essential macronutrient, which is carb. It's our body's first 
source of energy and fuel that we use. So along with being tired, fatigued, having headaches, maybe dizzy, um, we are also not getting fiber. Um, fiber is also an essential nutrient. We should be getting 25 grams per day. This helps with healthy stools. It's mostly found in fruits, vegetables, beans, legumes, things with skin and, you know, that fibrous, rooty substance. Um, so we may lose on that if we're not, you know, not getting the right vegetables and um, fruit in. So when we don't have enough fiber, we're actually kind of ruining our gut. Um, our gut relies on fiber to to help form healthy stools. Fiber attracts to fat, fat molecules from that saturated red meats we're eating or oils, and it grabs it and it also helps mix our bolus and our to form a nice stool for healthy bowel movements. If we have healthy bowel movements, we have a healthy colon, we have an increase of good gut bacteria in our body and less bad gut bacteria, which if we have good gut bacteria, we have a great immune system. Um, gut bacteria has also been shown to increase our moods um, and a less uh, a lessened risk of colon cancer and cancers or illnesses that have to do with the digestive tract. Um, your GI, gastrointestinal system, there can be, you know, lots of things. So, it, you know, it may ru ruin your GI, a low-carb diet. You may start to either get diarrhea or either constipation, um, nausea. You can even develop like ulcers, things like that. So that's a whole nother thing. Um, so keto diet is really the opposite of what a regular balanced diet looks like. Um, and my point here is that there's pros and cons of all diets. In nutrition, basic balanced diet is, you know, like 40 to 50% comes from carbs, 20 to 30% protein, and around 20 to 40% of your calories come from fat. Those are the three macronutrients. These are essential macronutrients that your body uses in every system of your body to break down for energy, to get your heart pumping, your liver working. It's all working together. So my point is you can still lose weight and still get all these macronutrients. It kind of comes down to a calorie deficit and all of these different diets, keto, Weight Watchers, Paleo, um, so many others, they are creatively trying to make you cut calories, but do it in a different way. And there's different pros and cons, like keto. Um, you know, too many carbs can can have a negative effect. So they're saying, you know, we don't need carbs. Um, it's just very unsustainable and carbs can, carbs are useful in a healthy diet. Um, the main thing with keto is you're losing a lot of whole grains and carbs from whole grains, which 
you know, may be good for people with an extreme gluten intolerance um, because they can't break it down. So again, diets are very individualized if you have different needs. Like if you're diabetic, keto diet may be good, but you also do want carbs to carbs help maintain your insulin levels. Um, if you're gluten insensitive, it may be okay. But if you're not any of those things, it may not be sustainable and it may not work for you. You may just end up binging, depriving yourself. Um, you may end up having more calories than normal because you're having all this high saturated fatty diets. Um, and another thing, you're going into a ketogenic state, which I know your body burns more calories, but you know, it may be doing more harm in the long run. Um, there's not enough studies to show that yet, but we'll get there. Um, another diet is, you know, Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers has a whole thing about points and, you know, this point system, which I'm still not even um, accustomed to. But, you know, it's basically a calorie tracker without telling you. Um, and without having you have to put all your mental work into it. So Weight Watchers can be great if you want that quick weight loss and you don't want to put in the work. So that's the the main thing that that diets do, right? So they're, they act like they're convenient, but maybe not because you have to do a drastic lifestyle change, right? And Weight Watchers are trying to say you can eat whatever you want. Um, as long as you're on your phone all day adding in these things. Okay, so you kind of have to pick and choose your battles. I mean, yeah, you can eat whatever you want. So then you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to eat pizza. I'm going to have cupcakes and I'm still going to lose weight. Yeah, that's great. But you're losing sight of that balanced diet of moderation. Then when you go off Weight Watchers, you have no idea what's good for you. You still think you can eat all the pizza you want. Um. Again, it's coming down to that calorie deficit. What Weight Watchers is doing is tracking the calories for you. It's giving this point so that in your head, it's kind of tricking you, right? You're not thinking, oh my God, this is 200 calories. You're saying, oh, this is two points. So in your head, it's way less intimidating. And it's not, you know, when you're tracking calories, it can seem super intimidating and kind of scary. Um, and, you know, we kind of create that fear around food. So Weight Watchers is turning it and kind of tricking you. Instead of calories, we're just giving you a point system. So 200 calories equal this many points. Um, and you're allowed this many points and this many points. Um, so it's kind of just being convenient. So you're doing less of the work. You're just importing what you're going to eat, right? And it's going to say, yeah, you can eat this or no. I mean, that's super great and helpful. But if you're looking for a balanced life, if you're looking to be able to go out with your friends and not really worry and have to pull up your phone and say, I need to type this in, um, can I eat this? You need to be able to make your own decisions and be educated on what is good for you. You need to be able to go throughout the day without having a plan of your meals, without having to look it up. You should be able to know what is good for you at that moment individually due to your health conditions, your goals, what makes you feel good? 
So you can make your own informed decisions to say, hey, today, yeah, I can eat that pasta today. Um, I know what's going into it. I can make it myself. I can, you know, add some vegetables on the side to be more healthy for balance. I'll use olive oil instead of this. You know how many calories so you can estimate. You want to be able to do it on your own. Because if you have no idea what's good for you, what's not good for you, the quantity, a rough estimation, how to form a balanced meal itself, then you will never have a, a healthy weight or not even weight, just the body you feel comfortable in. Because you're, you have no idea. So you're constantly looking for you know, what can teach me. And these diets aren't teaching you a balanced life. They're teaching you, they're not teaching you much. They're just saying, hey, we'll do the work for you. You're going to cut calories and lose weight like this. Okay, so what if you lose the weight? Now you don't know what to eat. So you just eat whatever, whenever you're so confused, you're depriving, you're binging, you're on another diet. It's like a con constant, endless cycle. So, we need to break away from these diets, whatever is fad, whatever is trending, whatever is fast weight loss, back to balanced eating, which we're going to go in into the next episode. So just give you a rough estimation of the secret to weight loss. Again, there's no secret to weight loss. Um, everybody's body is different um, due to their health conditions, illnesses, um, you know, current lifestyle, things like that. But mainly calorie is a numbers game. Uh, sorry, weight loss is a numbers game. So 3,500 calories equal one pound. So if you, even if you sit all day and intake 3,500 calories, you're probably not going to gain a pound in a day. Let me tell you why. Because your metabolism even if you're just sitting all day, your body is using calories as energy to break down food and other stuff in your body, other metabolism, breaking down um, vitamin B, vitamin D, using things to, to make your organs work properly, your heart, your brain, your lungs, your breathing, everything. Your body's still working as an internal organs and internally it's working. How it's working, it's using that stored energy that you've had stored in your body even if you're sitting on the couch. If you're eating, it's going to use that energy as well. Not as much as if you would move your body, right? If you start to sit for days and days and months and years and not move at all, you're going to lower your metabolism. Your body is going to start to store more stuff. It's going to use less energy. Okay. So it's all energy in versus energy out. Okay. This is science-based. I learned it in nutrition through my accredited university. Okay. So you're not going to probably gain two pounds in a day unless you are after years of being extremely sedative and overeating, over consuming calories in that one day. So on a weight loss plan, you want to look to cut out 500 calories a day 
throughout a seven day period. So, you know, if some days you don't cut out that 500 calories, you can move it to the next day and kind of double up by exercising. So you can exercise that 500 calories or just cut it out from your current plan, your current eating daily habits. Um, or you can break it up. So you could say, I'm going to cut 200 calories and I'm going to try to work out those 300 calories. Um, you know, it could be over the course of a day. So throughout that seven day period, you're averaging cutting out 3,500 calories and you can lose a pound a week. A pound to two pounds a week is considered a healthy weight loss, um, you know, for your body internally and also for your mind and for sustainability. You want to find a way to lose weight while getting your proper nutrients, like your vitamins, your minerals, your electrolytes, and for your mind, for sustainability. You want to make sure it's convenient and that it works for you. Um, if it's a fad diet like keto or Weight Watchers or an extreme diet where you're drinking juice, you know that's going to be quick and you cannot sustain it. If you can really push through three months and lose like 30 pounds, that's great. But the key to that is what are you going to do after that diet? If you want to keep off that weight loss, you're going to be very confused. Your body's going to be confused. Your mind is just so overwhelmed that you don't know how to go back to eating healthily. So I, I advise against these diets because some people just go on an endless cycle. They... You know, it's not sustainable. It's too extreme. Your body's depriving, binging, depriving, binging. And it kind of creates some eating disorders, um, you know, which is a me mental health issue. And it's a huge mental health issue right now. And I think society is starting to see that. Um, but I also think that, you know, like I said in series, in episode one, it all begins with your mind. So we're creating balance and moderation. Everyone says that and they're like, what is this? Nutrition is all about balance and moderation. If you look at vitamins and supplements, too much of vitamins like A, D, E, and K can be bad for you. There is a toxic limit. There's a toxic limit in nutrition. Um, certain I, international units and milligrams of these vitamins can be toxic to your system. Isn't that crazy? You think vitamin A is so good for you. Vitamin D is so good for you. But guess what? It can be toxic, toxic if you take too much. Um, you know, fun fact, even in some of your foods, your box foods like Campbell's and, you know, even your pastas. Guess what? The FDA allows a certain number of insects to be in your food from the manufacturing process. Okay, they're saying that a little insect or two is not that bad, all right? But of course, there's a limit. If you have too much, it's bad. Another fun fact, um, the USDA for organic produce, guess what? They allow a little bit of pesticides. There's a certain limit. Again, there's a toxic level, a buildup of pesticides in your system. So the key here is balance and moderation. Why are there all these diets? It's just a creative way to cut calories. Um, and they kind of, they take one of these studies, carbs are bad for you, and they kind of explode it. And they say, carbs are bad for you. We don't need carbs. 
But the truth is we do need carbs in balance in a certain amount of quantity. Um, and I get that. I believe that um, the way carbs are processed, the way grains are processed and manufactured today, that it probably has an effect on gluten intolerance. But yet there's not enough studies for that. So we can't really claim this. Um, so again, I, advi I do not advise these diets. The only diet, I'm using my fingers as um, quotations here. The only diet I advise is the Mediterranean diet, which is not necessarily a diet. It's just a you know lifestyle that people in the Mediterranean use, which is fresh and local foods. Fresh in-season produce, vegetables, um, fish, which is healthy fats, lean meats, which is, you know, less lean meats, you know, two red meats a day, um, and some greens like pasta. Um, again, they focus on quality ingredients, whole foods, and quantity. They focus on balance and moderation. That is the main thing. So I'm going to do another episode about um, the Mediterranean diet, which I'm going to say again, it's not a diet. But again, the conclusion of my diet talk is that there's so many out there. The main thing is a lot of them can be extreme. They lead to deprivation and then binging. They can be intimidating or even just bad for your mental health. Your body is different. Everybody has individual um, illnesses, conditions with health and mental health, and also different goals. Um, somebody competing to be Ironman versus a marathon runner versus a pregnant woman all has different nutritional needs. So we need to look at what our nutritional needs are and we need to go back to basics, learning nutrition 101. What does our body need? We need to be eating for fuel, for nutrients. We want to nourish our body and work it in a way that celebrates it. So thank you so much for listening. Next episode is going to be Nutrition 101, going back to basics. And this is for those for weight loss, weight maintenance, or just trying to learn how to live a balanced life after all these yo-yo dieting. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you soon. Stay strong.